Hello. What's up, YKJ? Um, alright guys, so, I'm gonna try this. Um, welcome to my third episode of my podcast, Music Wrestling Rants. And I'm your host here, Bud Lingley, and I'm joined by YKJ, and we're gonna be predicting tomorrow's pay-per-view called Super Showdown. So, there's ten matches, there was seven, but found out there were three more matches added so now there is a total of 10 matches this is gonna be a long ass pay-per-view but i want to do these predictions so let's go ahead and get started and we're gonna start off with the match for the smackdown tag team titles the new day versus john morrison and the miz so i'm gonna go ahead and let my guest ykj start first new day of Kofi Kingston and Big E versus John Morrison The Miz for SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I'm honestly going to say John Morrison The Miz because I think it's only fair that John Morrison really gets the push back into where he once left off in the company, being that he was at one point number one contender for WWE Championship, which was then held by The Miz and subsequently lost. So I think it would be only fair to say that John Morrison and The Miz as much as they just brought them back together, why not have them hold the belts? That's my opinion. Yes, I can definitely agree with that because the New Day, they held the titles more than five times and it's quite annoying seeing the same dudes holding the titles various times, especially when they're a comedy act. Yeah, so my pretty prediction much. Is, my prediction is that I'm going to agree with YKJ and go with the dirt sheet to become the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions because this would be a really cool thing for John Morrison. And as they always said on the dirt sheet on WWE.com, in life there are winners and there are losers. We are winners. Be jealous. Yep, that's true, man. Okay, Okay. what's the next match, bud? All right, next match. I'm going in the order here, guys. So, yeah, the next match, WWE Championship Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet. Interesting. That is an interesting match. Um, I want to say I would like to see Ricochet win, but I know that won't happen because Lesnar is a selfish pig at times, and he's not known for putting over talent. So my immediate pick would be Brock Lesnar demolishes the hell out of Ricochet. Yeah, I'm going to agree again because I don't see Ricochet winning this, especially against Lesnar, and Lesnar's a way bigger guy and he's more dominant. I think he can destroy Ricochet within a matter of seconds or minutes and retain the WWE title, just like he done Kofi Kingston on the premiere of SmackDown on Fox. I could see Lesnar retaining in quick fashion. Yep, and now Jaden's in here. Yo. Hey there, um, Jaden, what's up, man? We're on, about to start the third match prediction. So, third match. Steel cage match between Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin, King Corbin, whatever you want to call him. Huh. I don't like Roman, but being that they're pushing him left and right, I would honestly like to see King Corbin walk away with the win. I'm only saying that, however, because not because I'm more partial to Corbin than I am Roman, but I would like to see Corbin win simply due to the fact that I think he's busted his ass time and time again to prove that he can wrestle. 
Therefore, my pick for that match would be Team Corbin, although I do think that Roman is going to walk away with the win. It'd be nice to see, see Team Corbin actually walk away as the winner over Roman at least once. Yeah, I can agree with that, even though I'm not into this kind of stuff, but I will still agree with you. Yeah, um, same here, guys. Um, Reigns, I kind of predict that he's going to walk away because he's been beating Corbin in this rivalry more than two times, so I could see Reigns picking up a win again. But I expect a good match between these two, though. Yep. Alright, next match, guys, is going to be for the Universal title, The Fiend Bray Wyatt defending against Goldberg. You didn't say his name right. It's Oldberg. Oldberg. O-L-D-B-E-R-G. Oldberg. <laughs> <laughs> man, Oldberg was around when I was a little kid, man. <laughs> um, yep. My pick for that is obviously going to be Bray Wyatt. No questions asked. I think Goldberg just, no offense to Bill, you should just retire. I mean, you had your glory days for <coughs> 173 wins. And then you lost at Starcade 98. Oh, Kevin wow. And so, therefore, at like, I think you're 52 or 53 years old by now. It's time that you just pack your bags and leave. But it could happen that Goldberg actually walks away as the winner. And I could foresee it that if Brock Lesnar retains, it could lead to a title, like a winner-take-all kind of match at WrestleMania. But then again, nobody yeah. wants to see Oldberg versus Brock Lesnar. We had that shit show at WrestleMania 20, Madison Square Garden. We had it at Survivor Series. Goldberg beat him. He beat him again, and then he loses his belt, Universal Championship, at WrestleMania. So, in my opinion, Oldberg, you're going to lose. But I could be wrong, so I'm going to pick Bray Wyatt. That's my pick. Who you go for, Jaden? Um, I'd go for Bray Wyatt as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to kind of agree here, but Goldberg, I have a feeling they're going to try to bury the Fiend here, but I'm still going to go ahead and go with the Fiend. Can I announce for the next one, because I actually know how to pronounce it? Yeah, do you know what match it is, though? Yep, I have it right in front of me. It's the gauntlet right. match. All right, go ahead, man. Okay, you have a six-man gauntlet match between AJ the Phenomenal Styles, or the Phenomenal AJ Styles, however you want to put it, Andrade, Bobby Lashley, Eric Rowan, R-Truth, and Rey Mysterio for the Toyotwai Trophy. Um... That's an interesting concept, actually. Um, I'm just going to rule out the people that I know will not win this. Uh, number one, obviously, is Andrade, being that he's coming off of a 30-day wellness policy suspension. I don't see him walking away with the win of this. Bobby Lashley has yet to basically prove himself a little bit. Eric Rowan, of all people, is kind of a fascinating wild card in this match, being that he's the tallest out of all these people in here. Um, R-Truth is pretty much going to be a fan favorite, but I don't think he's going to be winning because I think he's going to be a joker. I think it will either come down to Rey Mysterio, who deserves a push once again, or the phenomenal AJ Styles. However, my pick will be 
Ray Mysterio. Oh, cool. Um, my pick in this match would probably be either Ray Mysterio or AJ Styles because, like, why KJ said, I don't see any of the other guys picking up a victory here to win this. Yeah. At all. You know, and I will say this: AJ Styles, he may be a little bit older than most of these guys. I think he's 42, 43. I could be mistaken. AJ Styles has the experience. Rey Mysterio is pretty old, but he still is agile as hell, but he has to be careful of his left knee because he's had surgery on it several times. R-Truth is very old, but I just look at him as a comedy relief kind of wrestler. Eric Rowan, like I said, that guy could really be the wild card in this because of a fact that he has yet to hold a singles title or anything of that sort. He is a former tag team champion with his former brother, uh, Luke Harper, but he has yet to hold on to something singles-wise. Uh, Bobby Lashley already certified himself back in 06 to 08, but that doesn't mean they won't push him. I'm thinking maybe they would push him to a degree of, let's get him off of a Rusev-Lana storyline and try to push him to a better standing. So anything could happen. My pick is Rey Mysterio nonetheless, though. Yeah, I can agree to that. They need to let go of this storyline because it's very ignorant and just move past it. Quit burying, quit burying Rusev and Lashley. Yeah, I think honestly, if ECW, WWE's version was still around, Rusev would have gone there by now because that's usually where guys went for basically saying, you know, we're not going to use you on the main cards of Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-view. So we're going to give you a very small time slot on Tuesday nights. I think that was just my opinion. And it's kind of sad, actually, when you think about it, because there was actually quite a few good wrestlers that came out of ECW, including one known as CM Punk. You know, um, but yeah, I, I just think I, I don't see any of those guys, except for maybe AJ or Rey Mysterio winning it. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree there, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next match, SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Naomi. Um I honestly don't care for either one of these people, but I like Bailey. I like her because she's a legitimate heel. Yes, it is kind of funny that you go from a huggable, lovable women's wrestler to oh my god, she's a bitch. You know, kind of thing. And I think that's funny. Naomi honestly just came back from injury for after a while. It'd be kind of fitting to see Naomi get that belt and go to maybe Elimination Chamber for a month or so or WrestleMania, but I don't see that happening anytime soon, so I'm going to go with Bailey. Yeah, um, I'm also going to go with Bailey because I don't see Naomi winning this um, comeback pay-per-view match, so I'm going to go ahead and go with Bailey to retain as well for the SmackDown Women's title. Yep. Alright, so next match is going to be for the other tag titles on the Raw side of things, Lou. Seth Rollins and Murphy versus the Street Poppets. So, YKJ want to go first, man? Yeah, sure. Uh, Alright. This is just off topic about this, but this is my opinion. I think Street Profits did a better job in NXT. I don't know why 
management decided they were going to book them up at Raw rather quickly, I would have honestly liked to see them have at least one or two more reigns as tag team champions in NXT. At least have a little bit of a feud going with Undisputed Era, whether that be Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, or Roger Strong. Any one of those people, but that's not me because I don't decide what goes on in NXT. That's just my opinion. Get that out of the way. Um, my honest opinion being that the stipulation does not stipulate who's going to be at ringside and who could interfere. I have a feeling Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy will find a way somehow, some way to get the AOP involved in this match. And therefore I'm going to say Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins will retain Raw Tag Team Championship. Now, I could be wrong on that because the ref always does have a standpoint of he can eject anybody from the match, especially if you're outside of the ring. But I could be wrong. But my pick is Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. I just think they're going to do a dirty way of winning as opposed to a clean win. Okay? That's my Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, I'm going to agree again, guys, with YKJ because there could be interference between anybody well Samoa Joe won't be there because he got suspended yep. which is bullshit but it may be bullshit but you know WWE always has to do something I mean you yeah. could be taking something as Adderall according to Adam Rose and get wellness suspension policy kicked into your system and whatnot and it's like oh god right when you're about to do a pay-per-view but you never know they could find a replacement to try to even the odds per se but you never know Oh, yeah. So, my prediction is going to be Rollins and Murphy to retain their titles. Yep. Because I could see an interference from the Authors of Pain. Yeah. Okay, well, we're only at three matches to go. Yep. And these three matches were announced today. So, match number eight. Monsoor versus the Shawn Michaels ripoff, Dolph Ziggler. That's an easy pick for me. I love Dolph. He's a great guy. Great, great, great seller of moves. But they're trying to push Mansoor because Mansoor last year at the same pay-per-view won the 51-man Royal Rumble Battle Royale, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But I have a feeling Mansoor is going to win because they're trying to push him to be the first ever Saudi Arabian pro wrestler in WWE history. Okay, there's never been someone like that, so I think Mansoor is going to walk away as the win. Right. I think Mansoor's pretty good. Um, Dolph Ziggler, I mean, I don't have nothing against him, but I just think he's trying to copy Shawn Michaels because of the super kick and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a reasonable thing to say, but, you know, we don't know that nobody does that better than... Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, Mr. WrestleMania. You know, nobody does it better than Shawn Michaels, obviously, but Dolph does have his credit where credit is due. He's one of yep. one of my favorite wrestlers that actually has never walked away with WWE Championship. He's won the World Heavyweight Championship when that was still around against Alberto Del Rio. But he did not win the WWE Championship ever. Not to mention when it was the WWE roster versus the authority. Dolph Ziggler lasted the longest amount of time in that whole entire Survivor Series match. 
And if my memory serves me right, that whole entire match was roughly 51 minutes. That shows a lot for Dolph. That's just my opinion. That's only a few years ago, though. And things do certainly change. But my pick, nonetheless, is Mansoor. Yeah, same here. I'm going to go ahead and go with Mansoor because I think they're trying to push him to be the first Saudi Arabian superstar in the history of WWE. Yeah. Even though he appears on NXT. Yep. Do you want me to pronounce the next one for you? Oh, yes, please. Go ahead. Okay. Number nine, Humberto Carrillo versus Angel Garza. Now, that's a tough one for me because Garza comes from a lineage of family who is pro wrestling. Yeah. And I remember watching, I believe it was his uncle. Yeah, it was his uncle, Hector Garza. Hector Garza was quite the wrestler in CMLL, AAA, and WCW. So may he rest in peace since Hector Garza is no longer around. However, Hembreto, on the other hand, has just as much lineage because it's cousin versus cousin. Um, They're both third generation, so to me, that's a really interesting concept. I don't know who I want, so I'd have to flip a coin. But if I was going to go based upon what I've seen in the years of the past, I will have to go with Humberto. That is my pick. Yeah, because as much as Angel is good, I just don't see Angel walking away as the win. However, being that this is a singles contest, it's not no disqualification or anything like that, they could both get disqualified or a double countout. Thus, both parties of wrestlers do not win. But that's just me. That's my pick. Who do you pick? Yeah, that that could happen. Um, My pick again is going to be Humberto Carrillo. So I'm going to go ahead and agree here again with YKJ. Yep. Okay, last match, which is on the pre-show. That would be the Viking Raiders, known as the Viking Experience, known as the War Raiders in Ring of Honor. Eric and Ivar versus the club, the only club, the one and only club, the OC, the original club. Luke Gallows and Carl Machine Gun Anderson. That's a tribute to Carl Anderson from when he was in NJPW. If you've seen it, look it up. Oh, cool. Uh, I don't know who I want for this, but I'm going to go out on a limb. Because of a fact that AJ Styles has been given a push as of recently, I'm only going to say this because I am a big fan of Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, especially when they were in Bullet Club in NJPW, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'd like to see Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson walk away with the W only because of a fact that it would make more sense for AJ Styles to get a push and his teammates to get a push. What's the point of pushing one single competitor and leaving your team in the background with literally nothing to brag about? So if you look at it like Armageddon 2003, Triple H won the World Heavyweight Championship against Goldberg and Kane, okay? Ric Flair and Batista walked away 
with the Tag Team Championship over the Dudley Boys. And Randy Orton walked away with the Intercontinental Championship over one wrestler known as Rob Van Dam. In other words, Evolution did a clean sweep that night. So it would only make sense to me to see AJ Styles probably walk away with that trophy and then have Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson walk away with the win, which could solidify their status as future tag team champions. So yeah, the OC is my pick. Yeah, the OC are really good, but I feel like they get buried a lot. But um, they buried, the- dude. There, there's no question that if you are, you know, I'm not gonna say this, but I'm going to. <laughs> That's kind of victory. I honestly think that Vince is one of those people that likes to hold a grudge because of a fact that if you're going to literally see that your own former competitors, which in this case would be Luke Gallows, because he used to be known as Festus with Jesse, and then they paired him up with CM Punk and uh, whatever her name was, Serena, Sienna, whatever the fuck her name was in the yeah. society, Luke got buried a lot back then. Yeah. However, when he went to New Japan, he got booked in big tag team matches, left and right, left and right, and he solidified his status as a true member of Bullet Club. Now, when him and Carl Anderson came onto the scene, it was kind of interesting because they eventually had AJ Styles at first debut, then they had Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, and I still love the segment where they're like, hey, what'd you do this summer? Oh, I, I wanted to beat up John Cena. What did you do this summer? I wanted to beat up John Cena. What are we going to do this summer? We're going to beat up John Cena. You know, I, I was always a big fan of that. Doctor, doctor, doctor. You know, they throw a clip sign. That's always amazing to me. But yeah, I, I honestly think that Vince holds a vendetta. And this is why I say most wrestlers will get buried. I think Vince honestly holds a ben- vendetta against wrestlers who decided to leave the company, whether they were on good terms or bad, and get buried. That just seems to be the occurrence. And not to mention some arrogant wrestlers such as Brock Lesnar and Triple H and Shawn Michaels have the leverage as to, oh, I want to wrestle this guy, but I'm not going to drop the belt. It's like, that's wrestling politics. That's unfortunately how it works. But I'm guessing your pick is Viking Raiders. I was going to um, say that um, since the Viking Raiders won a couple of times against the OC on Monday Night Raw, I think the OC should get a win so that's your over pick. the OC. I mean, hold on. My bad. Um, So I think um, the Viking Raiders should get defeated by the OC because the Viking Raiders have beat the OC a couple times on Monday Night Raw, so it'd be only fair if the OC could pick up a win because the OC have defeated the Viking Raider about the Viking Raiders about one or two times before on Monday Night Raw, if memory serves me right. Yeah, so basically you're saying that you're sick and tired of Viking Raiders walking away as the win. You want to see the underdogs, which in this case would be Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, at least pick up one win over them at least on a paper pay-per-view per se right yes okay yeah you're right wow i can't believe i'm gonna say this but you and i basically picked 10 out of 10 the same picks 
that's kind of funny to me because oh. normally I have somebody who goes against the grain with me, but I'm not offended at all and whatnot. But you never know. We could either be half right. We could be dead wrong. You never know. Anything and everything will happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we are currently only a couple months away from WrestleMania. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting if they decide to have Undertaker wrestle somebody which i know will happen but the question is is who will he face what kind of match will it be and will this be definitely the grizzled veteran known as the undertaker mark calloway's last ever match now i know he signed for a lifetime contract with wwe but just because you sign a contract does not necessarily mean you have to be wrestling you could just be an observer you could just be a producer so on so forth but nonetheless, anything and everything could and will happen. Yeah. But yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Anything else on your mind, Mr. Bud? Um I mean I saw some news or saying something about Undertaker was going to Saudi Arabia for Super Showdown, but I'm not really sure if he's going to be making an appearance or not in a match or anything so you never know i mean the guy is the guy is old no offense to taker he he it's it's funny to me because when i was a little little kid i always loved undertaker and don't get me wrong i still do but it's now since past due i think the guy should honestly retire he's getting up there in age and you know take some time off and i and i cannot stress that enough just retire at this point in time and i'm not saying that to be disrespectful towards anybody i am just simply saying it is better for someone to retire happily and at peace than it is to retire when your body is shut down like for me edge at the Royal Rumble had an amazing comeback but look how many years it took for him to work up enough strength mentally and physically to say I can do this one more time Yeah. now whether he now I know that everybody says he signed for a three year contract just because you signed for X amount of years does not represent that you're not going to hurt yourself along the way because look at it like this if he went to Wrestlemania and he broke his neck again yeah Guess what? You're either going to be one of two kinds of people. You're going to be one that says, I really regret this, and now I'm paying the price. Or you could possibly fatally pass away. Or you could be Kozdov in 99 and get powerbombed by D'Lo Brown. Break your neck and basically render yourself, no offense to anybody who hates me for this, but a fucking vegetable. Because yeah. of the fact that Darren Drozdov, for people who are listening to this, do not remember, Darren Drozdov was a wrestler who was an NCAA football player turned pro wrestler. He was paired up with a guy named Prince Albert. Albert is A-Train or Tensai, whatever the hell you want to call him. Or if you watch NXT, you would know him as Matt Bloom, which is his real name. And unfortunately, Darren Drozdov was on a taping on SmackDown and D'Lo Brown powerbombed him and he broke his neck and now the guy can't walk. And I feel miserable and I feel horrible about that. 
But nonetheless, accidents do happen in the ring. And as always, I always tell people this in my podcast, bud, that wrestling is not fake. It's scripted so people don't get hurt. And I'm not saying don't get hurt because people do. People have actually died in pro wrestling. There's been wrestlers that have walked into that ring and and were not even able to walk out. You know, it does happen. And unfortunately, you know, there's nothing more to say about it other than you can really just pay your respects. You know, I was there when Owen Hart fell to his death in 99. Oh, man. Dude, it, it was it was horrendous because for those of us who were in the audience, let it be known, none of us were given a formal announcement. VI Mike, like when a wrestler or Tony Chimmel or anybody cuts a promo, we weren't aware that Owen had died. We all thought it was a work, an angle to say, oh, this is funny because Owen always played these pranks. And we knew that. We didn't really know what happened until the following day when we woke up the next morning, we saw on the news, wrestler falls to death. None of us knew. You know, just like in 05, I was supposed to go to this Monday Night Raw thing and Eddie Guerrero was going to walk away with the World Heavyweight Championship and beat Batista because Batista needed surgery. That's why he was at WrestleMania 22, okay, in 2006. Eddie Guerrero passed away the night before in Minneapolis, Minnesota, in a hotel, in his bathroom. And because of that, they switched it from him winning the belt to nobody winning the belt to then having one of the highest rated Monday Night Raws in history, known as Raw is Eddie Guerrero and SmackDown is Eddie Guerrero. It was two tribute shows. And I will tell you this right now, the coolest main event actually happened. Number one, on Raw, it was Chris Benoit versus Triple H. Triple H lost. On SmackDown, it was Chavo Guerrero versus John Bradshaw Layfield. John Bradshaw Layfield lost. You know, and it was a nice way to say, we love you, we miss you, and we will always, always, always think of you. So like I say, bro, anything can happen in this pay-per-view. Let's enjoy it. It's Super Showdown 2020 from Rydea, Saudi Arabia. Yes, sir. That's my response. That is my response to your podcast. And anything else you want to talk about? Oh, no, I'm good, man. All right. I apologize for talking much, but. No, you're good. But as I always say, have a great night. And I'll see you in the morning because the truth will one day, if not today, be told. Yes, sir. All right. Talk to you later, bud. All right. Thanks, guys, for joining. And I'm your host for this podcast. My name is Bud Langley, and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. And peace.